This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, Episode 104, Mother Grabbing BlizzCon. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulbooks2015. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash soulstone. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nevik. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Lantonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Brazia. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Yeah. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch. This is episode 104. You know, the Losers Club that didn't go to BlizzCon. Oh, I mean the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Friday, November 6th, and we are definitely not in Anaheim. I am your host, Nevik, and I am joined by my Brazia. How are you, sir? I'm great, other than the fact that I'm not in the right state this year. Uh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not even... It was at least you're in the right state. Today. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I am in the right state, and I could have made the uh, eight-hour trip down there, but I chose that. No, well, actually, no. I didn't choose this. Uh, my body did because I had an extreme case of vertigo yesterday. So even if I had the capability and financial ca- disposable income to go down there, <laughs> my body said, "Nope, you're not doing anything because you can't even stand." So that was uh, fun. I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. Ugh. Oh, yeah, it was a fun day. Fun, fun day. But yep. it did did mean that uh, my, my decision to not go to Anaheim was a good one. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, the virtual ticket is an amazing ability. It's, it's so great being able to watch it from the comfort of your own home. You don't have to worry about, you know, lines at the, at the men's bathrooms. Of course, uh, when we went we had press passes well i had a press pass so i could go to the upstairs press bathroom area and that was great <laughs> <laughs> oh man two years ago i that was a fun blizzcon yeah. that was a very fun blizzcon but uh oh well i i can't keep it in my pants holy crap more stash space is coming brazia okay. more oh my god that's not the only more. thing though there's so many great oh. features coming into this I really wish, yeah. and I can't wait to like watch and listen to like Leviathan, Nineball, you know, even Flux, you know, just what they have to say talking to uh, all the developers afterwards in the slaughtered um, cap. Because I know it's like oh, that's the one thing I just wish was this year mm-hmm. that year we'd be there. Um, yeah, I mean, this year yeah. more than any year, it's important to be there so you can actually interact with the developers and get more insight as to you know what the rebirth feature is you know how is that exactly going to work is it going to invalidate the purpose of seasons not not to mention the you know the um elimination of seasonal exclusive items and Mm. 
I, I mean, basically, the only reason to do seasons now is for one, the if you want to do a seasonal leaderboard push, and two, uh, seasonal cosmetic items. That's pretty much it now. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, not going to go into it right now. But the rebirth feature, I'm I'm a little apprehensive of it. But the PTR is going live next week, so maybe that will be already enabled when we get on there. I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And uh, oh, by the way, it sounds like season four. We we don't have an exact date yet. We're just, we're going to get the two week notice, but it's going to be in December, most likely late December. So Merry Christmas to us all. Um, and then it sounds like we're going to get a. They're going to actually experiment with the length of the break in between seasons this time. So Absolutely. that's exciting. So that means patch 2.4 might be January, but uh, season four will be ending in December. So we'll see. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, to- oh. I'm with you there. It's just a lot to do, a lot to take in, a lot to test. So mm-hmm. as many people that can jump on there as possible, definitely get on there to find out what's going on with it, see if it works together. And what really came across to me today is... Just that little bit that Wyatt Chang first started out with about the three types of um, feedback. Exactly. Yeah. And why they can't or can't do things. It's not that they're not listening. It's just sometimes it's just not in their plans or it doesn't work out with other parts of the game system. Mm-hmm. But they are trying to put in as much as possible. And I think this patch is showing that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm other than the 24 complete all 24 set dungeons. Mm-hmm. wings that you get which are pretty nice yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not going to lie those green wings are pretty darn nice and mm-hmm. I really want them but I will never ever have them because I'm not going to do it with the puke doctor I'm sorry it's, it's <laughs> just it's not going to happen uh, so then once you but, see like everyone else starting to come around with that you'll be like okay, okay I'm going to suck it okay. up and I'll do it you know I'm going to have those mercy wings, so I'm not going to care. <laughs> oh, that's true. But, you know, a lot yeah, of people so, have those mercy wings. Yes, yeah. But those are sweet, too. Yeah. So I guess we should, uh, before we, you know, just completely derail the show and flip it on its head and talk all about BlizzCon, even though that's kind of what we're going to be doing throughout the duration of the show, um, we, we should talk about what, we, we should get out of the way, I should say, what we've been up to in-game. So, Brazia, the floor is yours. All right. So, uh, for the last week or so, I've been kind of funny. I've really just been working on my second witch doctor. Um, Peppers? Yes, Peppers. And Peppers is a level 70. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Um, No deaths, knock on wood. And I haven't gone back to pumpkins yet. Uh, The reason why, I I, I decided I'm just going to run with a different set. So, I had a 6 piece Sunimasa. And I had a few items that um, kind of helped with pet damage and all that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to play around with this. Just see how it goes. Um, no problem. I'm like already up to Greater Rift 35 again. You know, And, and I know I could do better, but the, I'm not pushing it just yet because it's, I need more defense and uh, more recovery mm-hmm. before I do that. I mean, look, I know my defense is like 29 million, but I don't trust myself with that. <laughs> with the way I've died so many times. It seems like uh, with the build that I currently have with this one, it ta- like I take a couple of hits and I'll take them really hard as compared to my other set on pumpkins. 
So, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to try something a little bit different because pumpkins is more of a you know dot damage throwing up um, the walls of uh, they used to be wall, zombie walls, the wall of death. Um, right. And just like stacking those kind of damage and just burning things down. This is like a little bit different. It's more physical damage. And it's fun to watch because it's like now I have all the, the fetishes out and you know, I'm shooting and then they, they also shoot their dot, darts with me because I actually got a carnival mask. So I've been really enjoying the, the physical aspect of having like all the pets out and doing the Dooney Masa, but I still need a couple pieces to help make sure that I don't um, die at all. <laughs> like, because I'm like, I'm taking. I mean, I actually have, I think, better defense stats than I do with my health tooth set. Um, and I've got to take a closer look, but I can't figure out what it is. With the health tooth set, I don't feel like I get hurt at all, even in Torment, like, 8 and 9 level. But this mm-hmm. one at Torment 7, with the Dunamasa, I feel like I'm getting, like, one or two monsters, and boom, I get hit like a truck. But most of the time, it, I'm, like, most, I'm standing away from everything, so it's not like that really is a worry for me. Like, uh, even at, you know, a major mod, uh, mod like... Um, like one of the ghosts or something like that that might sneak up on me. I mean, it'll get me down to about half life, and then I'm fine. It's not mm-hmm. not a problem at all. So I'm really kind of enjoying being able to kind of switch back and forth. Um, I'm just trying to level up another set of uh, gems to make sure that this Master set, I'm actually only running with two right now, the Bane of the Stricken and the um, Simplicity Strength. I think that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are really working well. I almost got Simplicity Strength to 25, which at that point will probably take care of some of my issues with regeneration because I'll be able to gain 2% of my life for every attack. Right. Uh, with that uh, primary skill, which since I'm using darts all the time, it works out great. And uh, uh, trying to think of what else with that. Oh, the only other thing that I want to say is like I've been doing mostly solo just because of when I'm jumping in and on, I only have a short amount of time to play. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I'm like I don't want to sit there and say, oh, guys, can I jump in on your game and then you know, jump out like 10 minutes later or whatever. It's just been kind of busy with things going on around here again. And um, I've gotten up to Paragon 328, which is good because I think there's only about maybe 50 levels early on where I was doing leveling with everyone else. Um, in four-man groups, and now uh, I'm actually doing most of this solo, so I'm, I'm really excited about it. feel like I'm getting a good grasp of different play styles, so we'll see what's going on. That's, well, how about you guys? So, uh, Antonio, how goes your adventures in Diablo? My adventures in Diablo go quite well. Um, I actually played quite a bit um not last night but the night before i had an all-nighter i started at well i mean i started at like one in the morning at central time and i went until about 9 a.m and i had a lot of fun just kind of catching up playing diablo 3 and this is uh not my diablo 1 stuff but my diablo 3 some reaper and uh let's see i started on my barb just kind of getting some crafting mats going and I you know I'm so low I don't have anything I think it was Paragon um maybe 70 you know in hardcore and Mm -hmm. I'm not positive what I am right now I'm still pulling everything up but I think I'm in my in the 80s now maybe maybe the 90s by now um with my mostly been playing the Barbarian but I did switch over to my uh 
Witch Doctor and got a little playtime on him as well. Um, but yeah, just to confirm, let's see here, where are we at? I'm at Paragon, oh, 95, so actually I'm kind of getting there um, from not playing too much. But uh, I've been rocking basically a swin to, spin to win barb um, just to kind of get my crafting mats and... You know, I, I can pretty comfortably do Paragon 6. I mean, I'm killing everything just for Paragon, um, Torment 6. I mean, and, uh, pretty comfortably. I'm not having too many problems with it. Um, but I can die. I, I did proc actually a couple times because just, you know, getting a little bit careless, I guess. Uh, I almost got killed by one of those old fashioned fallen maniacs. I was, uh, <laughs> I never even thought about them, you know, and I was in uh, Act 3 doing the bounties, and I had to go to the, the barracks, I think is what they're called, uh, which are mm -hmm. um, just right right outside of um, Corsac or whatever, mm -hmm. and you have to go right before you, you know, there's like a group of people, there's like an actual little dungeon there always, and that mm -hmm. level can have the Fallen Maniacs in, too. And they just popped me right into uh, Nerves of Steel. I was like, whoa, <laughs> haven't had that for a while. So, I, you know, I went back to town and hid. So, uh, But the build with him, man, I have getting just garbage drops when I've been playing. I mean, yeah, I don't got a ton of time into it. But still, really, really hard for me to find an upgrade. Um, and not that I ain't getting legendaries to drop, but I'm not getting anything that has to do with anything I want. You know, just no-brainer um, forgotten souls basically but uh, let's see I got four-piece immortal kings set that's without ring of royal grandeur because I haven't gotten one to drop yet even though I've done about a hundred act one runs just can't get the ring of royal grandeur to drop um, I can't believe that either but uh, uh, let's see I, I do use the fury of the ancients shoulders um, it's the ones that give uh, call the ancients ancients fury rune, which makes you build more fury. Um, then I got mm -hmm. the gloves, the helm, the belt, and the boots for the IK gear. Um, I'm thinking about uh, crafting or what do you call it, pulling the legendary uh, perk off for the cube on my fury of the ancients because um, I did find uh, one piece of the waist set. Uh, which were the shoulders as well and I got greens all the way down the board for those so I figured meh that'd be something I could use you know because I don't really use the cube a lot I don't really have anything good in it yet because um, I haven't had a chance to really extract too many things or really found anything that I want to extract it other than I got a furnace in there that's you know I got it like level 26 so I've had that the whole time so that's pretty nice to have you know um yeah but I got a decent weapon. It's it's a Stalgard's disseminator, a Stalgard's uh, decimator, and it's uh, 4,388 DPS on it because um, I did get the 10% damage rolled. In it. Oh, it's an ancient, by the way. Um, but it's got 1,400 vit and strength. And what's cool about it is that, is that uh, the melee attacks throw a piercing axe at nearby enemies, um, and that's a physical damage which I have more physical and it's, uh, mine's at 640% uh, but I'm not sure how high those can go um, it doesn't have a socket but I'm waiting for a, a gift to do that because 
when I was rolling rolling it, I got either 10% or a socket, and I was like, oh man, I probably never hit 10% ever again. So I yeah. so I rolled it uh, without the socket, which seemed to be doing just fine. Um, if I ever find a gift, though, it'll probably either you know I, I want to put it into that because it's a nice weapon, but I swear, like second I do, I just find another really awesome weapon, like an awesome furnace, for instance, or something. And I won't need it, or something like that, you know. Um, let's see here. Rings, just got a basic Nagel ring and Creed's flame. Nothing special on there. Uh, Death Digger pants, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, just the basics on the barb. Like I said, I, I did go and play with my Witch Doctor for a little while, too. Nothing too dramatic on the Witch Doctor this time. But I, I did get uh, the body armor for... Um, uh, I don't know, let's see if I can pronounce it, the spirit of uh, Arachir, because um, mm-hmm. I haven't really got to really try that set out yet, but it looks fun, that or um, I was going to do some of the stuff that Brage is doing on his, but I just kind of put level 70 gear on him and started doing some basic Act 1 stuff, you know, um, ran it out a little bit for himself, just so he could at least have gear and, you know, see what I have that I could use on him and stuff. Uh, I thought about going and slow, using him to, to slow play and get my gems, because I don't have any gems, but uh, I was listening to you guys, and I was wondering, do we have any clue how long the season's going to be yet, or no? Oh, yes, section do. <laughs> okay, I didn't, I didn't see it yet, and I didn't, all I saw for BlizzCon so far was the opening ceremony, too, mm-hmm. so I don't know if I'm missing anything. It sounds like you guys know. So, <laughs> yeah, they, so they did one so panel, good. and they threw yeah, everything at the panel. Yeah, I tried to find the panel. Yeah, awesome. So you guys can, it'll be. I'm excited for you guys to tell me a lot that I I don't know yet because I didn't get to see the panel yet. But uh, yeah, let, let's see if I got the right website or my notes up here because I wrote in a note to remind myself of something. Um, yeah, I was having an idea. I don't know if I ever brought this up. Um, about uh, selecting, about finding gear, because, you know, I kind of want to play my Witch Doctor, but because I don't have any gear with him, uh, I don't want to waste time doing T1 if I'm doing bounties. I want to do, like, T6, mm-hmm. you know, and get more efficient amounts of uh, loot, you know. So I thought of a cool idea you could do, you know, with smart drops, which you think could be implemented really easy, is what you could do is before you start your game, you can set which character you want to have as your, or which class you want to be, loot to be dropping for, mainly, um, as a primary, like, you know, when you play as the barb, it's set as the barb, but it'd be cool if you could play as the barb and set it as the witch doctor, which then you're still going to get you know, other stuff and possibly even barb stuff, but it's going to drop like you're looking for intelligence gear or um, uh, witch doctor wizard gear, you know. So that, mm-hmm. that would be, I thought it would be a really good idea to fix that uh, little problem. Um, okay, it's pretty much Diablo 3. Um, like I said, just kind of basic stuff, nothing exciting, but. Uh, Diablo 1, a little bit of throwback. Definitely got some more Diablo 1 playing. I I told you guys last time I was in uh, just getting down to the catacombs. Well, 
um, I tried to record it, and I've been trying to figure out how to record it and everything, and I don't know, every time I try to record, my game crashes, uh, basically it crashes every time I try to window out of it, so I tried uh. using a window key, but every time you get out of the game, that's when it was crashing, so I was like, hmm, how am I going to do this? So, so far I'm just doing audio commentary, I can't record it or, you know, do anything like that, um, but, I'm trying to think where I left off exactly okay when I when I left off I was going just about at level 5 going into the catacombs but I decided to do a restart because I was getting spanked down there and I, I did a restart and I ended up getting the butcher and the um, watering hole again with the poisoned watering hole so I got another cleaver and another ring so that helped a lot because uh, I was able to sell the cleavers for some gold um, so that was pretty cool um, I think where I sit right now, I just got everything kind of all caught back up and ready to go, move on, and I'm pretty decently geared now, and I think I've gotten pretty much everything I could get out of those first five levels, like I've gotten, you know, the original Skeleton King, which, wow, that was a, a something to go back to, it was pretty cool, and, um, you know, I got the, uh, Butcher and the Ogden Sign event, for any of you guys don't know, it's just all the different ways, like little extra quests you can get uh, by continuing to play different at different times. So, um, yeah, and other Diablo news, I said I caught up with the last couple podcasts, you guys, those were those were good episodes. With, um, one was all three of you, and one was or two was just you and you and Bracia, but. You know, like I said, what's this I hear? You just, you know, trying to be a smart guy and going and killing your wish doctor, and then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's no killing yeah, your wish doctor. No, no. I, I wouldn't purposefully kill a puke doctor by stripping the puke doctor of any power and then tossing them into a greater of 62. No, I would never <laughs> do such a thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah speaking no of the, the episodes, there was a couple things that I was, like, screaming at the... Uh, Radio, because I knew the answer. It was either the answer or something you guys were saying that I was like knew the real thing of it, and I was kind of like, oh, why wasn't I there that night? I'm like, oh yeah, I couldn't make it back to town in time, and I was like, ah. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sometimes uh. I think about uh, like tweeting out while I'm listening to it, but then it's like too late anyway. So I was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Karova does that. He he live tweets. As yeah. he's listening to the show, so maybe but, I should uh, do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe you should, and because you know we we can always use some more fat fact checkers. Exactly, yeah. uh, <laughs> we need our own redshirt guy. Yeah. I know, seriously. But uh, as for me, I haven't actually played too much. Uh, I was kind of feeling the season four burnout um, uh. between that and kind of like the somewhat negative feeling that I had from our last show in terms of Blizzard and Team 3 and their lack of response to the botting and, you know, the open letter and, oh, hey, we finally have a new uh, community manager for the Diablo team. And then he also, in his introduction, also addressed the botting issue and said that, yes, it's absolutely 100% against the terms of surface. So if you're botting... They, it may take them a while to catch up to you, but you'll you'll get your license revoked. So, don't do it. Oh, it's good to hear that. An official. Yeah, yeah, it's official. You know, 
botting is not acceptable, so don't do it. Although now Team Three has to do the next, you know, take the next step and actually act upon it. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, so yeah, that was going to get to my next point because that's what you said last week. We just want to hear from something or somebody. And then all yeah. of a sudden, it's like, yeah, we heard something. And now it's like, oh, now they're going to do this. It's like, no one's ever going to be happy. Yeah. But I totally understand. It needs, to, you know, something does need to happen. Um, whether we end up seeing it or not directly, that's a different story. I mean, that's totally up to Blizzard on their part. But I agree yeah. with you. It needs to stop. It, it's stupid. It's, there's no other yeah. way around it, all right? There's no excuses for it. I mean, what are you going to yeah, do, have so, your EP because, you know, like I got into the top of the leaderboard because, you know, I let the computer play it for me for 15 hours, you know, every day? Yeah. yeah and and, and what is, That's so what stupid. What does somebody get out of cheating or cheat codes of any kind on any game? Like, you know, I, well, whatever. If it's fun for certain, like, I can understand using cheat codes after you beat a game, but to... Be told about how oh I beat this game like I had a little argument with my stepson, you know he's telling me I, I'm sitting there playing like Grand Theft Auto. He's like, that game's so easy. I I whooped its butt, you know, and I'm like okay. I'm like well I'm playing on a harder difficulty. It's like yeah I beat it on max difficulty. It was, it was nothing, and I'm like <laughs> what? He go I'm like so how many codes did you use? Well, I, j- just the gun code, and okay, maybe life a couple. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I'm like, well, see, so you didn't beat it. You just, you know, you you typed in a button that says you win. You know, I mean, what's the? That's not beating it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Although I will throw out there that there are occasionally certain things that do make games more fun, such mm-hmm. as you know. The original Street Fighter 2, when you could throw fireballs in the air and, you know, change characters at whim, and, oh my goodness, that, that was, that was a very fun version of Street Fighter 2, which, by the way, I guess Mike Morheim, was it Morheim? Somebody, um, on the DirecTV, uh, um, panel asked Morheim about, you know, if you ever do a fighting game... And it kind of sounds like there's no current plans or even a dream of Capcom versus Blizzard. <laughs> Come on, man. I want it so bad. Could oh, you imagine funny. Thrall versus Ryu? Oh, my goodness. It'd be so great. I just wanted to see, I, say a couple things that like JC Monkey pulled out during the, uh, the stream here. And he's got a point. You know, one, first that they said nothing about botting at BlizzCon. We didn't see it on a live stream, but that doesn't mean they're not talking about it in the Slaughtered In Cafe, or Cap, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know that the people that are there, we've got Leviathan, we've got Nineball, we've got Flux. I mean, these are all people that are not afraid to ask questions, especially go right to their face and say, hey, we haven't heard, what do we get to hear now? We need to know. And yeah. it's not like they could just get up and run out. They, they may dodge it as much as possible. Uh, but you know it, you know it's uh, something that's gonna gotta get said. And yeah, he, JC also has a point. Part of the reason why they're doing that botting is because they get these streams and they're making money off these streams. And if they're gonna make money off these mm-hmm. streams, they want to make sure they look pretty darn good. So they're gonna have yep. all the stuff all the time, which you know that is probably at the, the heart of the real problem that players who are sitting there playing and enjoying the game can't enjoy like what they're doing because 
It's like literally, okay, you've got a bunch of people trying to play a game because they love playing it. You know, let's just take a sports analogy. You know, a team a team of five guys just like to play basketball. They go out and play, and then another team they're in a recreational league. But that other you know other teams in that recreational league just can't take the fact that they're going to lose, so they go and you know and recruit a couple of friends that used to play Division One basketball in college or something. And now it's kind of like it's not technically you know it's not the same thing. I understand, um, but it's the same thing. It's kind of the idea that it's, it's cheating in a way. Could you go into playing a game? Not sitting there going in thinking, oh, you know, the only way for me to get on top of that board or to win this thing against a bunch of other people is to have the best players I can possibly get out there or have the machine that runs bots for me mm-hmm. and gets all the items. But I'm just going to say for the last time, you know, until they say something else, I just move on to other things to talk about. Botting has been like the topic for the last two shows. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, but yeah, other than that, you know, I, I kind of had that. I, I'm definitely starting to feel the seasonal burnout. I, mm. I mean, it's we're what two and a half months into it now. So I mean, we're we're at the point where going forward, if if they do stick to this three month plan, you know, with three month seasons, it, that's that's a good time frame because I'm just now hitting that burnout. I've been playing more heroes, you know, but it didn't doesn't mean that I didn't play Diablo, because I did. Um, I just mainly been farming because I've been, you know, trying to reacquire the gear for my Static Charge Monk, and then I decided I'm at 15 characters, uh, who can I spare? Oh, hey, I have a non-season Crusader, and stripped her down, <laughs> ripped her on purpose, so I can make room for another Season 4 Hardcore Monk. So now I have three... Se- Three level 70 um, season four monks and two wizards and a barb. So, and hopefully that's it. <laughs> well, you're all stacked up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I my new monk is uh, does have all the gear necessary to do the static charge build. Just the gear is not quite where I want it, so I'm still working on it. I, I still need one an ancient version of one of the Shenlong fists. I did have two Happy Meals drop, or maybe three, I don't remember, um, just during my farming. And, uh, yeah, I've been I've just running with my U6 farming monk, um, using the Ingyam in, like, actually equipping it as opposed to the Fist of Astaros because I overkill everything anyways. So I don't need the additional, you know, exploding palm damage. So that's been going very well. I've been clearing, you know, T8 rifts in usually about two and a half minutes or less. Um, I did get one really good rift where I cleared it in less than two minutes. That was fun. Still have not completed the T10 rift in under three minutes. Um, I thought Leviathan was helping you with that. Yeah, and actually, speaking of Leviathan, shout out to him for being one of the first few people and only people who got to ask. Uh, well, he wasn't the only person. Hmm. It was like Menegis and uh, from Reddit, and uh, Leviathan and two other people got up in the like six minutes that they had for the Q and A at the end of the D three panel. Ah, oh, so I almost didn't recognize him with a clean shaven face. <laughs> I know. I mean, he he got a haircut. He shaved. Oh my goodness, he looked so much different than from when he streams. 
I but, thought he was uh, looking for a date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it sounds like they've been having lots of fun. Tim from the Cool Story Bro podcast is oh, man. Oh. also there. Tim and Dean, actually. And uh, let's see, who else? Monstrous is, was there. He's been on his phone a lot, from from what I could tell from all the pictures. <laughs> and <laughs> Dread is there, of course, you know. And uh, Nineball, of course, we can't forget Nineball. And Jache. Oh, my goodness. I really wish I was there, but... Uh, yeah, so I'm at Paragon 721 now. So I got seven levels since last show, and I haven't like I mean this past week has just been farming, so I haven't been pushing. Um, now that I know that we're looking at maybe mid to late December for the end of season four, probably going to stay in kind of farming mode for at least the next couple weeks, especially you know with Thanksgiving coming up and everything. Um, just kind of take it easy, not push the leaderboards too hard. Um, try to rebuild. My set of charge monks slowly but surely, and uh, that's pretty much all that I got. And I think Lantonio is getting bored of all the monk talk. So let me talk about Audible, so that uh, m- maybe you know we we could get a um, sample of you know Samuel L. Jackson's book, um, <laughs> the children's book. You know the Antonio, go, go the f to sleep. Is that is just heavy breathing? I think he actually fell asleep. Because I'm... <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do. Should I just hang up on him? <laughs> I think I fell asleep. Uh, yes, you did. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> We're that bo- I'm that boring. No, I am fighting. I haven't slept in three days, guys. Oh, oh I'm no. setting up. I'm still setting up my stream, my camera, and everything. And I, fuck, <laughs> excuse me, I just totally dropped it. How long have you been talking to me now? Because you guys are doing your own thing. <laughs> if I, if I would, you, oh, I wish I would have had my camera on so you could watch yeah, you, me. You'd only been heavy breathing for about maybe 20 seconds. This so. We thought you were oh, doing almost. that on purpose oh. at first. Oh, yeah, I, because I, I thought I thought legitimately fell asleep there. Yeah, but I'm like, it's, it's like, I'm like, no, it's, I, I it's thought my monk steady, talk was boring so. you. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe, but. <laughs> oh, take a Nevic pill. Oh, that bad. For a good eight hours of sleep. Oh, or something. I'm gonna, I, I've been up because I've just been nonstop stuff to do and traveling. So, um, don't worry, I haven't been doing the driving. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But All right. it's this so, funny. <laughs> so yeah, you can you can get a free audiobook that might be, you know, a good bedtime audiobook. Um over at bit.ly slash soulbooks twenty fifteen. When you go to uh Audible's our our link for Audible, you'll get a thirty day free trial along with your free audiobook. And you'll get digital versions or access to the digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal, because what are newspapers? Um, and if you do continue your membership past that 30 days, you'll get a credit every month. And uh, go to bit.ly slash soulbooks2015 to get your free audiobook today. So we do have some Twitters here, and maybe I should have Antonio read them so that he stays awake. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, no, I lit up a smoke, too. That way I can stay away for that. <laughs> okay, so our first tweeter uh, comes from at Quintus Relic. He says, finally on at Diablo at the same time as at Nevik James, so I could join the Shattered Stole Song clan. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the clan. And uh, we... A couple of episodes ago... Well, I, I, I forget the exact timeline but i discovered that i can just add a member through their battle tag so um that invite will go out and then so you don't have to be online at the same time that i'm online all you have to do um i, I think i posted this up on the uh community the the actual shattered soulstone community that if you're looking for an invite to the clan to post up on the community board and include your battle tag that way i can actually shoot out the invite mm and that that makes it so much simpler. I wish I hadn't discovered that, you know, months ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, I well. always check, too, if there's anybody. If I'm on, I can add, too, I believe. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, um, and then we have uh, one from our buddy at Corova. He says, at Shatterstone, almost Paragon 200, still none of the two... F- Fist weapons, no flow of eternity. Oh well. And he responds saying, "Consider changing to a static charge, but there are also some key pieces missing, so it wouldn't be mm-hmm. better right now." Yeah. 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 For the static charge, you absolutely have to have both Chenlongs, and you will want to have a flying dragon cubed. That's a that's mandatory. Um, you don't necessarily need to have the Eye of the Storm helm. Uh, I mean, you could always go with the Lorik's crown, I suppose, or you can go with the Eye of Peshkov. Um, but then, of course, you need focus and restraint because, you know, always need that. Then you need four pieces of the um, Raymond of the Thousand Storms. That way, your your uh, your dashing strike will cost seventy-five spirit. That way, you can proc the restra- you know one half of the focus and restraint buff. Um, because otherwise you're not using spenders, so the, your only spender is dashing strike at that point. And then your hellfire amulet, you know, or hey, Mars kaleidoscope, you know, get a good ancient one and then go die with it. You know, you could do that. You know, like I did. You know, follow my footsteps. And let's see. And you absolutely have to have depth depth diggers, and you need them to be well rolled. You want at least ninety percent if not closer to 100% on your primary skills. And then, of course, you need to level up with Simplicity Strength Gem of Bane of the Trapped and Bane of the Stricken. So, you know, no big deal. You know, you, you can get that in the afternoon, right? Oh, yeah. All easy stuff. Yep, super easy. Oh, and I forgot, um, what is it? For your armor slot, I'm trying to think. You can either cube, oh, of course you need Spirit Guards, or you can go with Ancient Parthon Defenders if you're going for the Stun Lock version of the static charge build where you need at least 10% either freeze or stun on hits between your gloves and your belt uh, that's a secondary stat that rolls so yeah you know good, good stuff right definitely so moving on then I guess uh, next Twitter comes from at Blaine23, and it's in response to episode 103 show title. It says, At Shatterstone, and everybody's coming. Wait, what? Buddy <laughs> <laughs> in <Yep>. my pants. <laughs> and everybody's invited. Everybody's coming. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Whoops. 
<laughs> I think okay. that's where he was going with that. <laughs> I think so. The next tweet, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it right away, that the next four, plus the next four responses comes from at Karova. He said, at Shattered Stone, just started listening to episode 103. At Queen of Haiku, again on the show, great. And he says, so how should a real casual player really know what best way to get a weapon is? No hint whatsoever in, no hint whatsoever in game. See. And, yes? yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah like Kurova's no got a really good point there. Hmm. Yeah. Nothing like um, They could put a tooltip in there, you know, like maybe use the cube. Uh, the Hope of Cain recipe for weapons and Cadella for armor. They, they they could possibly do that. But otherwise, you know, listen to podcasts. Go to... Of course, if you're a casual player, you probably don't listen to Diablo podcasts, but, you know. Well, maybe they could do it like, uh, like those stories that you pick up a book or something. Maybe, <laughs> you know. Like you, you pick up the book for everything else, like monsters and learning about the barbarian history and stuff like that. Why not a few things in town you just randomly pick up real cheap XP, mm-hmm. but it also helps you out with the game. Yeah. Uh, Kuroba's next uh, Twitter was, see, that's the problem, no flow of eternity. Oh. He, he also says, sorry for the bad audio on my last voicemail. It was late evening lying in bed after a bottle of red wine. He probably just couldn't wait to say that. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, he didn't say a bottle of red, red wine. Red, red wine. <laughs> the audio was good. Yeah, yeah, I thought the audio sounded fine when I was um, listening to it on the show. But uh, at at Grover also says at Queen of Haiku, thanks for another amazing lore corner during episode 103 of the Shattered Stone. Yep. And then the next tweet comes from at Edy Edgar zero one one one. He says at Sa Stewart one uh, one at Shattered Stone Activision's purchase purchase of King shows clearly they want to move. And Jason's got Rainwire's getting in my way to read that. Okay, want to move a monthly playing business model and mobile. Either Blizzard finds a way to. Uh, Monetize Diablo as a pay-to-play, or it is bye-bye Diablo, and we'll just go ahead and get rid of you. Okay, um, Akril Law says... No, 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 we can't just, we just can't glance, or, or you know, gloss over that. Um, so, yes... You just messed me up so much, Act- I wanted to get rid of these Activision Blizzard did acquire King, uh, they were, you know, they're... I, I wouldn't say infamous, but you know they're they're, they're yeah. kind of you know they they're kind of notorious for Candy Crush. That that's like their biggest game. Okay, you know? is King another um, developing? Yeah, okay. it's a mobile yeah. developer. Okay. And uh, so so they picked them up. So that means clearly Activision Blizzard is looking into establishing a larger mobile presence. Mm-hmm. This doesn't necessarily mean anything for Blizzard because you know this is the parent company that acquired King. Um, we might see something down the future. I doubt it'd be for Diablo, um, but I, Edgar, I, you know, after today's panel, there's we we don't have to worry about Diablo dying. They they are committed. They are talking about cosmetic items for seasons in the future. I mean, like we saw Andariel's wings. We saw um, what, what was it? there was another set of wings that they showed off. 
or was it a pennant? No, it, yeah, it was a pennant that they showed off. That was for a future season. So, no, it, we're, we're not... Diablo is in no way dead. They are committed to supporting Diablo. Diablo 2 still has support. So, there's no reason to think that they're going to just say, Oh, well, you know, you're not bringing in money, so screw you, Diablo team. You know, we're going to lay everybody off. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're just going to wait until Diablo 4. Speaking of you know, the panel, no, that, really quick... Uh, is the panel anywhere? I don't have. I didn't get the uh, virtual ticket. Is there anywhere There's to see the panel yet? There's nowhere legal that you would be able to find it unless you purchased the virtual ticket. Okay, so, so I'll just listen to you guys if, then, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, yet. if you do find it up on YouTube, it won't be there for long. Right. So. Right. But um. So yeah, Edgar, I, I wouldn't say that the sky is falling. There. Mm. I mean. This patch that, you know, I, I have three pages of notes. So this is for patch 2.4. Yeah. So, yeah, Diablo's not dead. And it doesn't not, sound like that's even... the last of it either for them. No. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So. Mm-hmm. All right, now we can move on to Gorilla Law. Right? All right. Ekro underscore law, that is, says, At Shattered Stone, Blizz should sue Botmaker. Stop problem at its source. Yes, they should. They probably could, um, and I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if they are looking into that. Um, you know, with so, some of these, you know, paid bots, especially. The problem is, they're kind of like cockroaches. You know, there's always you kill one, but there's still more, and it's going to be hard. Even if you set the president, the president, the precedence. I mean, of you know, suing a bot maker. There's so much. I, I hate to put it this way, but there's so much upside to using a bot that this is going to be an ongoing problem. It's right. never going to be able to get rid of botting completely. The only thing that we can hope for is that, you know, the competitiveness aspect of, you know, botters cheating their way and having an unfair advantage in terms of, uh, you know, materials, being able to, you know, just, comp- you know, constantly keep re-rolling greater rifts because, you know, they have 5,000 keys, so who cares? Or, you know, 50,000 of each material so they can just re-roll everything all the time. It's going to start using human bots pretty soon, or quote-unquote human bots where are just going to start paying people for their time. Like, here, I'll give you 850 an hour to play. Just do nothing but bounties for me all day. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah. It there's no way that we're going to be able to ever get rid of it because e- even if you cut off the head of one, you know, others are going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not, uh, I, and then there's the whole thing where, you know, they can, they, they might be able to public source some of the aspects of the bot. I mean, there's, there's, it, it's a complicated thing. So the only thing that they can do is action upon those who are using it. Maybe eventually enough people will get themselves banned that it will become not worth it, you know, for them to do it. But when they're making money off of their, you know, they're making money from streaming 18 hours a day, or who knows if they're actually streaming for 18 hours a day, mm-hmm. like I conspiracy theoried a couple weeks ago, you know. Um, yeah, it's, there's too much upside to, to botting. Right. So anyway, moving on. At Grand Nagus 1 says at Shattered Stone at Nevik James at Diablo 24 sets slash dungeons. I didn't know that we got so many new Witch Doctor sets. Excited. Uh, smiley <laughs> with the tongue. Witch Doctor only class in the game. <laughs> that a boy. Uh, Nagus. 
Mm-hmm. Angus. If it weren't for the fact that you were Ferengi, I would, um... Well, I, I would have very many pointed words. <laughs> That's cute. 24 but, witch doctor sets. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Because there's only six witch doctor classes. <laughs> they just they just look a little different. Yeah. I I still I still don't like the whole thing that it's you have to complete those set dungeons with all twenty four sets. That is um and and if they tie it to a season, is three months enough time to even do that? Because I mean like those challenge season. Yeah, that's true. It, it could just yeah, it could just be an account thing, but I don't know. It's still. I yeah I'm never gonna get I I'll I'll get twenty of the twenty four but never those last four never <laughs> never I we, we, we've already day. gone down this road we yeah <laughs> one day you'll yeah, just be I'll, like I'll, 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 get, it, I'll get it in all one day <laughs> and and then and then I'll go kill that puke doctor in a greater if seventy yep uh, you know so. after you get it I don't care what you do but still. <laughs> you know you're gonna want those green wings sometime. Uh, maybe because, yeah. So, I tossed out there in episode 103. The question of the show for this show would be, "What do you hope for to come out of BlizzCon 2015?" And we did get some responses. We got one from Recklaw, otherwise known as Walkman8 on Twitter, and he says, "Microtransactions." Mm. Yeah, I wish to. I'd actually prefer that to an expansion at this point. Sash space, cool transmogs, yada, yada, yada. And uh, all of a sudden, all I can think about is Seinfeld. (laughs) And then yada, 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 you know, we're pregnant. At least we're getting some of this without having to pay microtransaction. Some of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know where you get the yada, yada from, but... (laughs) When we dive into um, the panel stuff... Um, yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. So, yeah, JC Monkey D three responded and he said, "I would like one dev to mention the botting issue." Sorry, sorry, Jamie, that didn't happen. Yeah. And Torax seventeen fourteen said, "Same here. It's why I quit playing. They are driving away players by not banning botters in third party apps." And yeah, I mean, JH left. I mean, he's he no longer plays. He. I have a feeling he'll come back for 2.4, you know, to get all the cosmetic stuff, and then he'll be done. He, I mean, he's not going to be playing competitively. Unless, unless Blizzard makes a huge statement, you know, before we get to the, you know, end of Season 4, all of a sudden, a massive bandwave and tons of people who have been botting their way to the top of the leaderboards are gone. That would be amazing, right? Yeah. We can dream. So, Kagurai LeBlu said botting issues and ideas of closing the solo play versus group play gap to more reasonable levels. Mm. Well, Kate Gary, guess what? There's there's news for you. Retro One Cherry said Blizzard fixing zombie bears. What's that? Desire to run in every direction except the actual direction you want them to go. That doesn't <laughs> sound like a problem to me. So, mm-hmm. who cares? That... that by all means, let them just run whatever. Let them be free. They're they're already they're bears and they're zombies. They're zombified bears. Let them be free. You know, if you love something, set it free, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. EY Egger zero one one said unrealistic hope expansion. <laughs> Realistic hope, new stuff for season five. Well, there you go. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> and Gorilla Law, with a last-minute addition, said paid content to fund expansion, stash space, character slots, cosmetics, wings, beta access. Beta access. I guess for an expansion, I suppose. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, some of that, some of that got mentioned. So, I thought about our question for episode 105, and uh, what do you think of the season rebirth feature? Oh, I, there, there's so many details that we don't quite have right now, so you might want to hold off on responding until we get some more details, because right now I'm a little, little so iffy on it. Are you going to explain what it is so far that you know of anyway? The way that it was described was um, you would take a character that you currently have mm -hmm. and you could rebirth them into a season so they would start at, at level one. Right. And your, their gear would be mailed to you. Now, this is this is one thing that needs to be... Um, I, I'm not sure if it was explained on stage or not. Mm -hmm. Does that gear go to your non-season character in the mail, or does it go to your seasonal character in the mail? Because if it goes to, to your seasonal character in the mail, what's the point of doing a season then? Because then you're not starting from fresh. I mean, you'll, you'll have, you know, ancient level 70 gear waiting for you, right? Or even leveling gear waiting for you so that you can skyrocket to level 70 in minutes. Yeah, it seems so, like it would be no. that way, but... I, I have a feeling it's the former, where mm. the gear that they have is mailed to your non-season accounts. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you know, like, to your non-seasonal characters. Right. So that that way, you don't lose their gear, it just gets sent in the mail, and then you have 30 days to figure out what you're going to do with that. So, that's... I, I have a feeling that that's the way that it's leaning towards, in which case, I'm a little less iffy about it, but, you know, just need that little clarification you know before i make my final judgment on it right so it it's a way to address the fact that a lot of us have 15 characters or 12 if you don't have the collector's edition um of reaper mm -hmm. so and you want to participate in seasons you know maybe not necessarily anymore for the seasonal exclusive items because they're getting rid of that that idea but you know for the cosmetic items you know you want to you want to participate, but you don't want to eliminate any of your characters. So, I I, it, I I would rather have more character slots, but you know it kind of works. I, I I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Although I don't know if I'll ever take Clementine into a new season because you know I if if I kill Clementine, I I'm gonna be very mad with myself. I'm gonna be mad with I, you too. You don't kill Clem, save Clem. Yeah, yeah, save Clem. I still so let him die. That... No, no. Yeah, fine. So, Take him for the team. So, <laughs> yes, that is our question for episode 105, which we should be recording next Thursday. So that will be, what, November 12th at 6 p.m. <laughs> Pacific. Third day. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah, so I'm sure we'll get some more clarification because, you know, most of the devs are over at the Slaughtered Cap Inn. Inside of the Darkmoon Fair, which is, yeah, essentially it's a it's a closet almost. It's bigger than a closet. It, there, there's a couple tables. A I saw some plug. pictures. Uh, you, you know, go hang out with Grimaku and Nevalistus and our, the new CM manager for the Di Diablo team. Uh, what is it, Kaza? Ka Ka yeah, Kaza, right? C A U Z A. Kaza. He, yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. Evidently, he's really tall, and he likes Fallout. So, <laughs> speaking of which, Fallout 4 comes out. 
next week. And a ton of other things. Rip, rest rest in pancakes everybody's wallet, right? Because it's mm. almost Christmas time. But uh, before we dive into the emails, I did want to mention that we are running a Patreon campaign. You can go to, um, well, I, I guess I'm jumping ahead. You can go to patreon.com slash soulstone and you can help the show grow by making a monthly pledge of any amount. Each and every pledge is greatly appreciated. Thank you for your continued support of our show. We heart you. So, we did get an email, and it was from none other than Professor Funktropis. So, you know what that means, Brasia. Oh. I'm up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Starts off, uh, Funktropis says, Nostrovia. Hello, my compatriots of the Diablo universe. It has been many weeks since we last supped on the podcast together, and I must confess my famished, myself famished for our communication. Okay, my motives are not entirely true. I have come to weep and gnash my teeth a bit. I've been playing softcore lately because, well, partly because, Diablo keeps mother-grabbing, disconnecting, and opportune times. <laughs> mother-grabbing. I would like that. <laughs> Oh, so he continues with I had the freaking greater rift guardian down to near nil and kablammo disconnection thank lord almighty for uh, softcore in this case because I definitely died during the disconnection process (laughs) I am positively sure that this is not my internet doing the disconnecting and it seems the problem has been increasing in the D3 universe in recent months, possibly due to the game's increasing popularity due to the fact that it is the supremely awesome video game of our fantasies. <laughs> but, sigh, I am sick of disconnecting when Greater Rift Guardian is at 10% life with two minutes left because that is always when it happens. <laughs> oh, figures, right? It always does. I'm going to clutch my pearls we needed a pause there. Sniff smelling <laughs> salt and reach for the fainting couch in a dimly lit, smoky and dramatic room. Kind of like the Blizzard couch. The Blizz couch. <laughs> the Blizz couch. Funktropus, the overly sensitive. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. Poor Professor Funktropus. That really stinks. Uh, what was it? Just the other day... I had a disconnect and I re- and I knew that it was a disconnect because all of a sudden nothing was working. I was hitting my buttons, nothing was happening. I was moving around, monsters weren't moving around. I was like, "Oh, no." And I was I was on my hardcore monk and fortunately it was only a greater of 35, so I wasn't too worried about a DC death, but yeah. Inter- but I think that one was actually Comcast doing, so... Mm. Well, I think but, at least we heard a little bit tonight that um, all those stress tests they've been doing gave mm-hmm. their engineers a lot to think about and see and figure out what's going on. Um, they're going to implement some of it with 2.4 that they definitely have identified as issues, but mm-hmm. as you know, to whether that's going to rectify all the problems, maybe not. Um but we'll see. I mean, and they're not going to be able to do anything right now. It doesn't look like they can really implement anything until it's part of the 2.4 package. Yep. And speaking of 2.4, 
since we did finish our emails, which you can send to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com, uh, just like Professor Funktropus this week, or, you know, uh, Kurova sent us an audio last week. You know, you can always do that. You know, audio, email, doesn't matter. Send it to us. Mm-hmm. Let, let us know what you're thinking or what you got and possibly lost because you died because, you know, stupidity. You know, well, when, when you get walled in. <laughs> well, no, you know, like you realize that you have tons of ghosts in this rift and you're like, no, nah, I'm, I'm OK. I'm OK. I'm not. I'm, I'm static charge monk. I'm invincible. Right. Yeah. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so, yes, patch 2.4, they went into great depth and really fast, really, really fast. They only had an hour to cover so much stuff. Hmm. And I almost kind of didn't like the fact that there was, you know, some retrospective, you know, um, philosophical discussion about, you know, how they how they accept talk about feedback or, you know, just um, like mascara josh went up there was talking about legacy and i don't want to read too much into what he said but he almost verbatim he said you know an expansion to a diablo game cements its legacy and when he said that i kind of read between the lines and i think we can kiss any second expansion for diablo 3 goodbye I, I just I don't I don't think it's going to happen now. I mean, we're getting more zones, we're getting a lot of features that probably were slated for expansion too. Um, yeah, I, I think that ship has sailed. We're not going to see an expansion for Diablo three. Um, maybe in a couple years we'll get an announcement for Diablo four. So, um, if you're still holding on to the hope that we will get an expansion with new classes, mm, sorry, sorry, necromancers. <laughs> Sorry, it's not <laughs> happening. And uh, I mean, you, you got the puke doctor. That that's Ooh. as good as you're gonna get. And uh, but oh, poor druids. You know, druids were were hanging on to this shred of hope that they would they would get to see the the light of day in in the Diablo three universe. But uh, I don't think that's gonna happen anymore. I <laughs> all signs are pointing to no at this point. You know, of course, I would be very happy to be proven wrong, you know, come next BlizzCon or even, you know, Gamescom or maybe Blizzard, you know, does a worldwide invitational again, you know, because that's where they announced Diablo 3. So, yeah, but uh, oh, my goodness, there's so much to go into. I mean, I took three pages of notes. Brazier, you have how many posts? Uh, and note cards? Yeah, I write kind of I small. Mean, I have like six note cards front and back. Yeah, I, I mean, there's so much to go over. I mean, we're getting a completely new zone in Act 5 called Grey Hollow Island. And I did, did they elaborate? There's going to be multiple subzones of that zone, probably. Yeah. Um, we're getting two give new a lot of areas. Yet. Yeah, they're giving two new areas. Uh, we have the Eternal Woods, which will be adjacent to the ruins of Shesheron. So that's in Act 3. And then, you know, the Royal Quarters... You know how when you first enter Leoric's Manor and you get to that staircase and the right staircase is blocked, that blockade is gone. That's how you're going to get to the Royal Quarters. And that's where we're probably going to get the lore lore book that will give us hints as to where the set dungeons are. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, There's 16 new monsters coming in Grey Hollow Island. 
honestly, I wasn't too impressed with most of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like the crab monster didn't really look all that great. Um, may- maybe that was a you know first pass, but um, the uh, I, I'm I'm not too happy about the new trap that spawns the quote unquote original wasps that we all have nightmares about from Act Two Inferno. Mm-hmm. Oh, please no. Please no. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there's going to be over 175 new bounties uh, split between Acts 3, 4, and 5, although most of them are in 4 and 5 because those were the lightest. Um, which also begs... Don't we need another Act 4 area? <laughs> maybe in maybe in patch 2.5, right? Um, there's this new idea of a uh, new kind of bounty called the Bounty Grounds. And it will be, uh, you have to find a red portal in an area, you know, and then there, there are small little areas. There's six of them, but there are four different kinds of bounty types. I'm not going to go into the specific details, but I, mm, I'm not happy about the burrow, burrower type bounty that you can get in there. Because, oh my goodness. Mm. It's like having treasure goblin. You know, you're chasing Except, them around without treasure. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So they, they don't, I don't come know to you, they run away from you. you got to kill them before they spawn another one. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, if you don't kill them in time, another one will spawn. And then you get to start the process all over again. But so I like, it's a good I like this concept, though. I mean, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's cool. More, more gameplay. Fun. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt came up, and he talked about the three kinds of feedback. Or, well, he talked about how they handle feedback and how they fit into... Um, more or less into three general categories. Ones of um, it's a cool idea, but it doesn't it doesn't fit with their design vision, or it directly conflicts with something that they they want to do. Mm-hmm. So um, that's like the not feasible feedback. Uh, th- then there's the really cool ideas that yes, let's do it. You know where a lot of people talk about it. I mean, this one one example is you know getting rid of uh, the realm of trials. Everybody wanted that gone. <laughs> And they're like, yes, let's just do it. <laughs> um, and then there's the uh, what? What was the third type, Bridget? I'm completely blanking on no, it. No, this is uh, fine. Things that um, like I noticed this, this is something that because of some of the things I do with my job, um, like issues that come in that they uh, have to kind of take a look at and they try to address the root cause of it. Oh, right, right. Yes, yeah. Yes. Things like the Ring of Royal Grandeur, because of the fact yep. that it was like everybody had to have it when they brought that into the game. So then they ended up snowballing the effect of it by creating even more stronger ranks to take its place. Um, yeah, now everybody uses focus and restraint. Exactly. So, so you know, uh, they're trying to kind of fix those things. Although, oh my goodness, Brasia. Yeah. Uh, th- this pulls in um, the uh, <laughs> the idea of, you know, people who are sick of being, you know, having to farm up six-piece sets. Um so the the idea that they have to combat this, you know, like, you know, pigeonholing yourself into a very specific build is there will be sets out there. So, uh, I The one example they showed was what Litany, Litany of the Undaunted mm-hmm. ring set. I, I forget what the actual set name is for that. But it is a set that has an incredible buff if that's the only set that you're wearing. So, oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. That's a cool. That's a very cool idea. And it was what, uh, it was like increases your damage by seventy five percent. 
if that's the only set that you're wearing, and decreases all damage taken by 4% for every ancient item you have equipped. Right. That That is that is freaking amazing. So, that, you know, could be very, very, very useful for certain builds. Yeah, I mean, if that's oh. the only set you have, you're literally going to have a 40% um, reduction in damage. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That, that's pretty cool. Very, very cool. Um, we're finally buff UI changed. Uh, some of the changes I was like, like I like the buff holder. What this is, um, the biggest example or the biggest culprit of buff UI problems right now is if you have, um, oh my goodness, yeah, completely, an Innes monk, an Innes monk in your party, and all of a sudden you have four mantra icons on your screen and you're like oh my goodness there there goes half my buffs well now all of those will be locked together into one little icon and it'll have a number on it and if when you mouse over it it will expand upwards to show you all the buffs that you have yeah and th this will include like uh war cries other probably uh crusader buffs you know that kind of stuff that way your buffs are where you need them to be and if it's a buff that has a duration on it, like uh, an activation duration, for example, uh, again with the monk, you know, you activate your mantra and you have what? It's like usually a three or four second buff, increased buff. You will now have a little bar that will start full and, de and deplete itself to let you know when its duration is over. And that will appear right over the icon for the, for the skill itself. So not the best implementation of well, that. I wonder if they're going to also, kind of like what they've done in WoW, is they have some of that, but they also allow you to have um, an actual countdown timer as, mm -hmm. as well. I don't know if they'll give you that option to be able to switch between it, but if they did, that would be nice. I'd rather see a number. Yeah, yeah there's... Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's, it's a good stop. Oh, yeah. definitely. I, I will say that. So um, then one of the other biggest pressing issues, uh, Krova, stay, stay glued right now. Group versus solo experience. So we are going to see, um, they want to close the gap. Mm -hmm. So they didn't necessarily explain how they're doing that, but they gave some other examples of, I guess, kind of fit into that. Um, for example, when you're running solo, the health pools of the monsters that you're fighting will be according to that graph just a little above 55% as opposed to running in a four player group so what this means is when you're running solo two player three player the health of the monsters that you're fighting is going to be reduced as opposed to running in a four player group so in theory it means that you'll be gaining more experience faster as a solo player to kind of keep up with four player groups um but at the heart they, they also you know restated that and reiterated that at the heart of the game the game is meant to be played with other people so you know you're, you're still better off grouping up but they want to make it so that solo play just doesn't feel like you're spinning your wheels uh the other thing and this was a huge thing that i saw um, a major reduction in bonus experience at level 7. Oh, yeah. So, one example that they showed was you, t you have your Flawless Royal uh, Ruby. At, currently, 
it's 41% bonus experience, right? Well, at level 70, its effectiveness has been cut by one-tenth, so you'll only get 4.1%. The idea is so that you don't have you don't have your your healing monk load up on all this bonus experience gear to benefit everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to do that, but at the same time, why it's all like don't don't freak out, don't freak out. We're also increasing the experience across the board for all the monsters in the game by approximately fifty percent. Right. So, and they're bringing over something from the console, and unfortunately, it isn't the uh, sidekick mode, which would have been amazing, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Um, they're bringing over the massacre bonuses in the console version. Uh, you get experience large amounts of experience for doing massacres. I mean, you do get some experience currently, but it's not like you not like in the console. There's actually um uh an element that'll pop up on your screen that'll let you know exactly how much time you have until you um be, before your massacre bonus ends. So you have to keep killing things or at least be engaged with monsters. So right. that's cool. Yeah, I played that on the then, console. I mean, that, that's nice. That's a great visual for you. Yeah, so so they're trying to find other ways to make it so that the solo player can, while obviously they're still not going to be able to keep up in terms of four player groups, um, that you know they're they're trying to make it so that 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 huge. I mean, it's just like absolutely astronomically huge right now. The difference between playing with four people versus solo. I mean, we have somebody who started quote-unquote started the season 30 days late even though they didn't um due to other reasons um and they're already over paragon t- 2000 huh. they're like at 2100 already That's crazy so you know currently if you're grinding experience what you're doing is you're speed running the highest greater rift that you can in under five minutes right and you're doing this in a four-player group because the experience that you get for monsters in greater rifts is so much better than a regular nephilim rift so that's that's how these people are getting to those astronomical paragon levels they didn't talk about paragon levels if they were going to address anything um i also um there's going to be an official forum thread masterpiece theater that i'm going to be recording probably tomorrow where somebody complained about uh or maybe not in there, but there is a lack of no. It, yeah, it was in this thread that I pulled. Uh, no character, uh, no class balancing popped up on there. Do you really? Did you really want them to talk about class balance as opposed to everything else that they that they tried to shove into this hour? I mean, that that's something that they're going to be talking about at fireside gatherings. I guarantee mm-hmm. it. So, so yeah. Um, oh my goodness! There's there's still so much, still so oh, yeah. much, people. I mean, I like the empowered um, rift idea. It's yes, finally a gold. gold. Thing. I I think they could have taken it further, but this is a good this is a good first step. Um, an empowered rift is uh, it's optional, completely optional. It's not mandatory by any means, and I would almost argue that it's not enough of an incentive to. Waste your gold, but if you have nothing else to do with your gold, you might as well, right? Um, what it does when you empower a rift, if you complete the rift in time, you will get a fourth roll on your legendary gem, or well, for any of your legendary gems. So you get a fourth bonus roll, right? Yep. And the cost scales based on the greater rift level. Um, let me, I 
I only wrote down the greater of 75 cost because <laughs> I was like, okay, that's a lot of gold. Um, if if you're doing it on a greater of 75, you will have to spend 540 million gold. So, you know, that's quite a lot. But Greater Rift 1 is only 159,000 gold. A greater Rift 25 is 4.6 million gold. A greater Rift 50 is only 49.9 million gold. So, you know, it's, it's, it's quite feasible. And this kind of ties into the new Kanai's Re- Cube recipe that they're adding in 2.4, where you get to augment an item. Um, you're only going to want to do this on Ancients because, you know, for obvious reasons. But what it does is you'll take your ancient item, you'll take a gem, a flawless royal of whatever main stat you want, and plus a legendary gem, and when you do that, it will add five times the rank of that legendary gem as main stat. So if you toss a rank 50 legendary gem in there, your ancient item will then have an additional 250 of your main stat that you wanted on there. That makes it pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you could throw a, an amethyst in there if you're looking for more survivability, too. So, I mean, it gives you a reason to level gems even if you do, you're not planning on using them. So, you know, it's cool. Uh, let's see, what else? They've simplified the damage numbers. So, for example, if you're doing 1,000 damage, it'll show, you know, like 10k you know, for 10,000 damage, or an M for million, B for billion, so that way you don't have these big, you know, long string lines, um, you know, like 2.456, you know, billion damage, and it's just, you, it gets, everything gets lost in the clutter because there's so many numbers on your screen, right? Mega damage. And, yeah, mega damage. <laughs> but uh, your highest crit will be highlighted in orange instead of just yellow so i like that idea i like that idea a lot oh yeah um yeah that's going to help out a lot and yeah and death's breath you know everybody's complaining because they're yellow they're yellow items so it makes it hard to distinguish which one's a death's breath which one's a veiled crystal you know they're getting their own color. They're going to be aqua or teal or whatever that color was. Pretty, very exactly. pretty color. It looks that, like little ghosts standing nice. above them. Mm. Yeah. Um, the compare stats UI element will you'll finally be able to. They're going to implement that for followers. That way you can check to see if an item's better for your follower or not. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, somebody asked about in the Q&A at the end whether or not they would make the follower cannot die baseline for all the followers and Wyatt basically said well no we kind of like how it is already so no <laughs> so yep you'll still be wanting you know just that's the only one we're ever going to use right mm-hmm. <laughs> until they do something about that um, there's over 50 new legendary items coming in patch 2.4 that is a lot yeah that is that is a flipping lot um i i i'm gonna say it right now blizzard you done me wrong man you done me wrong where's my warglave of azanoth for the demon hunter where is it how can you do this to demon hunters i mean you give us a melee demon hunter spec and you don't give us a warglave what the heck they got, I mean, they got something what? they gotta put together later i mean can't throw everything out this one. 
Well, as I'm sitting here listening to all this massive amount of stuff, um, what I'm wanting to know before I get to go listen to it myself is what is this all like a long way away or is this coming pretty soon? Well, coming probably within the next. Well, I mean, the patch. I would say within the next three months for sure. So are they gonna? You know, uh, I just don't know if you just haven't said it yet. Are we stretching season four, or is it gonna be like a season five? Mid mid December, mid December, late December is when season four will end. We'll get a two week notice. Um, talking about increasing the length, they're they're gonna experiment and. Um, I think they're going to widen, mm-hmm. yeah, the downtime between seasons. Mm-hmm. I think it's um, a good idea. Just, I mean, it, it yeah. kind of makes sense. You, you don't want to start season five, you know, right after Christmas. No, no, let's not do that. Because, I mean, we have families. Most of us love our families. You know, let let us spend time with our families. Well, I mean, that's your own choice. But, no, <laughs> yeah. it, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it just has... An, bit more with listening to the feedback from the community and people are like you know we want a break i mean i understand how exciting mm-hmm. it is the mm-hmm. new season is but you know we we need a few weeks off before and then recharge ourselves do whatever else in the world we want to do and then jump yeah, back in again. unfortunately there's people that just can't take a week off on their own you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so there, that's going to happen um they've revised 10 sets uh I, I didn't take a good look at the uh, Invoker set for the Crusader, but it sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I think Monstrous uh, tweeted out earlier that um, the Heart of Iron, you know, that pretty much worthless legendary item, um, or legendary, as a Cyber would say, yeah. Cyber Wolf, that is, um, because, you know, he always refers to them as legendaries, but um, it will increase your thorns damage based on your vitality. So, that's pretty cool. So, um, yes. Uh, in that revised set, there's a Shadow's Mantle, which is for the Demon Hunter. Uh, which was the one... I don't remember what it was for Witch Doctor, because, you know, who cares? Uh, um, that Fire would have been the Vile the <laughs> Was it? No, no, no. Well, the set, oh, the not, set? not the oh, item. No, I didn't. I just, who they cares? Show us who cares for really? the witch doctor? No, no, they they didn't. Um, but I would have see. I guess down. might of the earth for for the for the barb, uh, for the monk. Inez is gonna. Oh no no no! I think they're actually gonna focus on Sinwokos, because I think they're making that a six piece set. So, um, in some of these revisions, there'll be like if it was only a four piece set, they'll be bumping it up to a six piece set. Yay, said all the people who hate six-piece sets, which they're not six-piece sets, people. They're really, they're not, because you need a lot of supplementary stuff to to really, you know, elevate your, your gear. But anyways, um, set dungeons. Mm-hmm. Big thing. Big new feature That's coming. Awesome. Um, there's going to be hints where these portals are. Um, they will be cryptic. So um, I guess you... I It wasn't completely... I have no idea what Lintoni is trying to tell us, but that's okay. If you need to go, whatever. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a set dungeon, what it is? I was just say I'll be right back. Is, I'm back and hear you guys. I just won't be on screen for a minute. Okay. It is a fixed entity. Every the layout, the monster density, 
everything is the same every single time you go into it, okay? The idea is you're going to go into it with a six-piece set in, in particular, and there's going to be 24 of these because there's four set items or four sets for each class, um, and there's you know six. Technically, there's only five, but you know whatever, five and a half, I guess. So there's going to be 22 of them. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, folks. I, for as much as I crap on the puke doctor, they really aren't a class. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that one. Um, um, yeah, no, no. This is so, really awesome. Um, in these dungeons, yeah. Brazier, why, why don't you yeah, talk about... No, no. It's, it's the idea. It's like every single one of these sets, when you get into, you find the portal finally. Um, I love it because the way to find the portal is supposed to be you pick up a little item on the ground. It's supposed to be like a note that gives you like a riddle of how to go find it. I mean, it's almost like geocaching in the game. It's kind of funny. Um, yeah. And... Uh, when you do that, you'll find a green portal exactly where it is, wherever it is, and you'll be able to enter it. And in that, it'll it'll basically be a set um, dungeon every single time. It's not supposed to be random because uh, they want you to have specific object- objective based upon the set that you're wearing. Like the mm-hmm. one they were showing for the Witch Doctor, um, the one that I liked about it was you have to literally have your, um, your toads... Uh, forget which toad it was um lick 30 monsters <laughs> like awesome come on go in there and lick 30 monsters um it, it's just fantastic and at the end of it you'll be able to, like if you do it for your class and you get all four then um you basically get a class pennant to uh, be able to wear yes like, those are awesome so you collect yes you collect all are. six of those and then uh, if you actually make it through collecting all six, this is why I don't think it's just seasoned. Nevik, I think it really is like for everything. Because once Probably. you finish all of them, you are able to get yourself... Um, what was that again? It looks like green dragon yeah. wings. Oh, the green dragon wings. Oh, I love those, man. Those are beautiful. Yeah, it, that that's worth getting on its own. Yeah, I, I would... <sighs> I wonder if you can mix it, though. Like, I mean, obviously, at the end of the season, it wouldn't matter. But I was wondering if, like, you could run maybe a couple of your characters in um, season mode, and then in non-season, you have your extra characters there that you barely mm-hmm. play, and um, if that combines together. Or can you combine it between hardcore and softcore? Because maybe, you know, like, like me, I'm terrible at a demon hunter, so I'll never make it with a demon hunter in hardcore, but I could do it in softcore after mm-hmm. enough time. Yeah, I have a feeling it will be account-wide. I don't know. You might have to do it all in seasons in order to... Unlo- I don't know. I, I'm Again, these are details that they didn't have time because there was so much stuff to co- cover. So, um, this might come out of, you know... Between today and tomorrow, we, we will. I'm sure we'll get more details. I mean, there there's a there are so many people at BlizzCon who are there for Diablo, who, you know, I mean, we have Nineball and Leviathan, we have uh, Thunderclaw and Menegies. Uh, I, I forget who went for Diablo Inc. Gamers um, because Flux wasn't able to go. Uh, I forget who he sent. Um, but you know, there's Tim and Dean from the Cool Story Bro podcast. I mean, 
all these people. That this information is going to get out to us, you know, one way oh, or another. Absolutely. So, but one important thing: um, if you're doing this in hardcore, if you fail and you die while doing these set dungeons, death just equals a failure. It does not equal actual character death. Mm. So you'll be kicked out of the set dungeon, and I don't know if you can retry it or you have to, you know, create a new game and then go refind it or something oh, like wow. that. Oh wow! So I don't think I caught that. Yeah. So yes. A place I can actually die. Death does. Yeah. So. <laughs> but um, oh, I forget who asked. Was it was it Menengees or was it Leviathan? Who? No, no, no. Or maybe it was somebody else who asked about. I think it was Leviathan who asked about the if these set dungeons would scale to the difficulty that you're running at, or if it would be its own thing. And from what what um, I forget who it was who answered it but he said that everything is set in it so that may not necessarily mean torment level so we don't know mm. but I probably has to be right because I mean otherwise you could run it at I, I would imagine they would probably set it you know you have to at least complete it at torment 6 or higher but uh, I mean so many these 6 piece sets can face roll torment 6 but the challenges are interesting you know this isn't just you know face roll everything and you're good. No, that, that's not what these kind of challenges are. They're like very specific, you know, like um, for Uliana's Strategium, you have to apply Exploding Palm and blow everybody up at at least a pack of, what, 30, I think it was? I think it was 21. So, I saw. Yeah, yeah, like 21 different monsters you have to apply Exploding Palm to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They're not just, you know, kill everything within sight within a certain time limit. And there is a time limit. It's usually about five, five and a half minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. It'll probably vary based on, you know, what the challenges are for each set. So, really cool stuff. I, I can't wait to test this all out. Um, let's see. We kind of talked about Rebirth. It's, an, it's a way of addressing the lack of character slots. Um... Season 4 will be ending in December. Uh, they're talking about adjusting the break. Season 5 is... They're kind of committing to Season 5 being only three months long, and that's what they're kind of committing to going forward. Yeah. So that that sounds like the best length. They feel um, like that's a sweet seasons spot. Seasons will... Yep. Seasonal... Uh, instead of seasonal-only legendaries, there will be cosmetic rewards. Um, you guys think of that, and. Anyway. Just to cut it for a time for I, a minute, you like the three months? Yeah. That's good. I yeah, yeah. I, I I hit my burnout period like just last week, so that's almost three months from when the from the season started. So I, I'm perfectly okay yeah, with it. I think three months is a good um, amount of time. Yeah, uh, we're gonna see they 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 were talking about they have lots of cosmetic rewards in store for us. So yeah. <laughs> Um, I kind of don't like the Season 5 Paragon banner or portrait circle thingy because it looks very witch doctor-y. I'm not too keen on that, but that's okay. I don't have to like everything. Um, I saw Endariel's wings. I still can't remember what the other one was. Although there is a specific pennant that's going to be in a future season. This is like beyond season five. Right. So I, I think they're Same not with doing Andario's a wings. season, but they're doing a new pet, which I really want to get, the Wicker Man. 
Yes. That looks pretty darn cool. And why? Why is he not a Rift Guardian? Right. The Wicker Man. He's so cool. He should be a Rift Guardian. Oh my so god! I gotta say, when I first saw it, I was thinking he was Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Still want to know why I we think... don't have Rift Guardians of other bosses from the earlier Diablo games. I don't know. I just don't. They should understand work out. Then I agree. Instead of using the same guys and renaming them, I I just don't understand why we don't have Daryl and Dariel and Bale and Mephisto stuff like that as Rift Guardians. It doesn't make sense. Well, we could almost say that them showing Andariel's wings as a possible seasonal reward, maybe Andariel will be a Rift Guardian that's added for that season. Maybe. You know? <laughs> but uh, the big thing, the really big thing that everybody was hoping for, we are finally going to get more stash space. Uh, you will get, upon 2.4, you will be able to buy one additional tab, and... What that means is we now will have, you know, like the two little chest icons that, that if you've seen the um, screenshots from the Chinese version, where they can buy up to 10 tabs. Um, oh, by the way, conveniently, that's what we'll eventually be able to have up to is 10 tabs. Uh. Um, they will also, they're, they're going to, this is another reason why you'll want to do seasons is completion of your seasonal journey at least up to like the chapters yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be like, one. I don't think you have to I don't think you have to complete Guardian no. you know which is whew, I'm still not done with that but um, you, you complete your seasonal journey all four chapters or more chapters if they decide to expand upon it in the future you will get an additional tab for free you don't have to buy anything with gold so cool, right? So eventually, you know, let's see. So that means we'll have six at the start, seven. So that means season six will have eight, season nine, we'll ha- or seven will have nine, and season eight will have ten. So by season eight, we'll have ten taps. Yeah, lots of happy people about oh. this one. So, yay! yay. Mm-hmm. I by then. All of that will be invalidated because we're going to have so much more stuff in the game. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be like, Blizz, please! Blizz, please! <laughs> so maybe we'll get another chest icon and then we can go up to 15. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that was like the other big thing that I was really looking forward to. PTR will be starting next week, so by the time that you're listening to this, um, patch 2.3.0b will be up on the PTR that because you'll probably be listening to this on Tuesday um, because I don't think Papa Kangaroo is back until late Monday or something like that. Um, so for, for all of our uh, people in our chat room live, you don't have to wait for this. But um, yeah, the PTR will be live on Monday, but it won't be patch 2.4. They're, they're doing the 2.30B um, just to test the changes that they made. And then 2.4 will then be uh, deployed to the PTR uh, later that week, probably Thursday, which is when everything's happening. Oh, my right. goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Busy oh, wow. Everything's happening. So, yeah. And, oh, um, like, like we mentioned earlier, the calculation lag, um, the, the, all the, that server slam stuff, hopefully they did get that fixed. Hopefully, puke doctors won't be, you know, maligned 
and hopefully, you know, area damage won't be maligned and, you know, everything that causes calculation lag when you have a big group of monsters and, you know, all of a sudden just, like, instead of, like, numbers going, it just, like, starts going, and then all of a sudden you're, like, rubber banded backwards and you're like, ah, and then you're dead and you're like, oh, Blizz, please, Blizz, please. Oh, so that was pretty much everything that they covered in the 2.4. Yeah, well, actually, um, I had, oh, yeah, I wrote down the questions and somebody answered. Well, not really questions, but the answers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like somebody asked about Ramalani's gift and whether we can get that yes. so that it was um, not so random and why it basically and is it. Uh, no, we like the randomness of working it. Working as intended. Exactly. <laughs> and each dungeon working set, as intended. yeah, that's how we found out to the same iteration. Um, looking yep. at work, uh, working something. Oh, yeah, all about uh, the service slams that have been going on, and how those mm-hmm. are working to help identify issues with being 2.4. And then finally, um, somebody wanted to know if you get pet damage to show differently from the rest, and they're like, "Nope, we're gonna keep that all the right. same." Those were yeah. our questions. Thanks, people. Yep. Well, yeah. They only took, what, five questions? Yeah. Four questions? Something like that? that? That was all that they had the time for, so... But, uh, you know, probably right now, Wyatt is in the middle of a large group of people right now talking about game theory. <laughs> so... What story oh, time? God, Wyatt, please come on our show. I, I, I want to talk to Wyatt on our show, because he's so much fun to talk to. Yeah, I mean... And, uh, and, and it's like... I, I want to... If Cows is listening, listening to this... Uh, like I, I've been trying to get Josh on our show as well, and um, you know it hasn't lined up with their, you know their what they've set for their communication. But it's like I don't even necessarily want to ask about game questions, you know, for the future. It's like I just want to know what they do when they play, you know, like get to know them as a Diablo player, mm-hmm. not necessarily as a developer. So. Anyway, yeah, you know, what other games do they play? What do they look like? Uh, look mm-hmm. at what are they thinking about? You know, what draws them in? Those kind of things. Those are fascinating. I mean, we did that when we had the authors on the show. It wasn't just about their books; yeah. it was about them and finding out what they enjoyed and like where they get their inspiration from. Yeah. So yeah, there is so much stuff coming in two point four. Um, that was one thing that Josh on a on a slide said that. You know, 2.3 was one of their biggest patches ever for the game, yet it's not the best patch. It's like, wait, what? No, right? <laughs> and, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff. I'm actually kind of excited about doing an energy twister wizard because of that new sword that's coming mm-hmm. in 2.4. Oh, so much good stuff. So much good stuff. So, uh, I look forward to it. Oh my goodness! So, um, let let me click back over to um, show notes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it pretty much covers everything. Um, I'm going to include a link on our show notes to the live BlizzCon updates over on uh, the Reddit Diablo team that has been doing. Because I mean, there's lots of screenshots. I, this is all going to pop up on like Diablo fans and all the fan sites, anyways. But um, you know, if somehow that all of this slips through the cracks you can go to our our show page and we'll have a link for you to you you know see all this stuff and i'll obviously i'll include all of the fan site links as well so you know all of this stuff is being generated probably right now as we speak 
So obviously I can't include links to it right now, but we will get to it. Um, two, we're, we're getting goodies for two pre-purchases. Well, actually, if you just buy the digital uh, editions, uh, you have to buy at least the digital collector's edition, I think, in order to get the goodies from the Legion for World of Warcraft. You'll get Illidan's Betrayer Wings as a cosmetic item. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go that direction with WoW Legion, but oh my goodness, Frasia, I'm actually pretty excited for Legion. And uh, I, I'm going to save some of this talk for the for our post-show because it's not Diablo-related. But oh my goodness, Mercy's Wings. Oh, they are gorgeous yes, they are. in Diablo 3. Oh my god, they are the best-looking wings ever. And they're, um, the way that you get that is by purchasing the Origins Edition of Overwatch. And that's the $60 version of Overwatch for... Um, I would say because it's coming out on PS4 and Xbox One if you want the wings you're going to have to buy the PC version I am oh, I have a feeling that's just how it's going to be because I mean I don't think there's any way that they can tie in your PS, your you know your PlayStation Network account or your uh, Xbox Battle Tag uh, your Xbox Live account into Battle.net so that they can say, oh, hey, you purchased it on PS4. Here's your wings in the PC version of well, Diablo That might 3. be why they're trying to encourage you to, to buy it from their site directly rather than go to a retailer. Yeah. Because then they can actually yeah. tie it into your Battle.net account. But other than that, I wouldn't know. Maybe there's also a code inside the game. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, the one way around this would be, you know, Bungie does this a yeah. lot, where you... You get a code and then you plug it in on their website and that unlocks it for your PC. You know, um, you know, like Disney Infinity does this as well. Um, so the, I, there are ways around it. I, I don't know if that's the direction that they're going to go. But oh my goodness, Overwatch looks amazing. Oh, can't wait. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. I still not in the beta. That's all right. But. Um, <laughs> No, I'm actually not salty about it because it's going to be out in like four months. Two, yeah, by what is it? Spring 2016. Yeah. So by it has to be out by June 21st. Right. But the last couple of games have been coming out a month, two months before that date. That yeah. they say is when they expect to come out. So you know it could be. I mean, I could definitely see end of April, early um, May. Yeah, yeah, I totally see that. So, yeah. I Lantonio, you got anything to add? Brazia, you have any other notes that you scribbled down? Oh, that was pretty much it. You read my notes for me. What I got to add is that if anyone's having a blast watching me on screen, try to not fall asleep. <laughs> you can see me. I'm just, every time I go like this, yeah, that's me fading out. <laughs> I'm trying so very, Brisa, very hard because I really want to hear what you guys say so show. bad. You know, when we go into post show, <laughs> let's talk about football. <laughs> what? Talk about oh football. man, then you guys are just <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talk about football. Hit me out. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a football shirt right now. Come on. I am. It's a Coors Light shirt. Coors Light Coors. with a football shape. Football oh, beats me. It's yeah. work shirt. <laughs> So, alright, I'm going to close out the show now. You have been listening to episode 104 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives over at ShatteredSoulstone.com. 
you want to join us in-game, uh, you need more dots. Uh, join our in-game community aptly named Shattered Soulstone. And join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. And if you're looking for a clan invite, like I said, post up a message up on that board and include your battle tag and an invite will be sent out to you. This show is powered by you, the listener. So send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulstone.com. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at Shattered Zone. I'm at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio or Sleepy McSleeperson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions, who is in my state right now, um, for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Sh- Shattered Soulstone, we are going to be mother-grabbing those stash spaces. Oh, and... And... <laughs> okay, stop, stop. Step on those Zs. <laughs> Wake up! Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast presents Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater Title Pendant Greetings folks, it's Nevik here, back with another Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater With BlizzCon coming on, I figured what better way to celebrate the return of this segment than to find a thread that is a direct result from the one Diablo panel at BlizzCon So I bring to you you people are disgusting if giving praise to the panel by Maximilius. Really? They give you more stash space and that's it for you? Whatever happened to the other classes? Whatever happened to the necromancer that's been teased for what feels like forever? Whatever happened to the druid? They said they couldn't give more stash space to her to game limitations. However, they clearly could do it since they added them for the Chinese market as a macro-transaction. So, we getting more stash space shouldn't be a surprise for anybody. Absolutely no class balances for 2.4? Are you serious? The only positive thing about this patch is the stash, and the ability to no longer play the season to earn the exclusive items, which, by the way, they are no longer exclusive. No wonder Diablo 3 got no love in the opening ceremony. I feel sorry for everyone that went there for Diablo, for all the fans that cosplayed and saw the ceremony. Oh, by the way, if you want some awesome looking rings, go spend $60 on that Overwatch game, cause hashtag nobody gives a crap about Diablo. Well, Maximilius, I guess you missed all of the other amazing stuff that they highlighted. I mean, that panel was pretty much a straight info dump. Oh well. I guess you can be one of those that still claim that the sky is falling and that Diablo is dead. Remember folks, you can help make Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater happen more often than not by submitting your own threads or audios to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. Until next time, keep enjoying those forums.
This podcast is copyright 2015 Dawn Forge Productions. Thank you for listening. Check us out at thedawnforge.com.